0: 200 years ago harriet tubman was born enslaved on a farm on the eastern shore of maryland in the united states the exact date of her birth is unknown but consensus is sometime between 1820 and 1822. she died march 10th 1913 at about age 90 in auburn new york march 10th has been designated as harriet tubman day and kicking off today through the rest of the year in Maryland, events will trace her footsteps and highlight her fight for freedom. Today we are talking with Sarah Jackson, the mom behind the Instagram site 4 Kids, and Ranger Sierra, a park ranger at the Underground National Historic Park run by the National Park Service in Church Creek, Maryland. The park has a visitor center, a history museum, and according to Sarah, an awesome price-friendly gift shop. There is a statue of Harriet Tubman sitting on a bench in the Visitor Center, and as Sarah's son discovered, the perfect location for a picture to remember your day at the park. First, we're going to speak to Ranger Sierra. Welcome, Ranger Sierra. Before we learn about the park, please tell us a bit about you.
1: I am a park ranger with the Maryland Park Service at Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad State Park and Visitor Center. And we are located in beautiful and historic Church Creek, Maryland, on the eastern shore. A little bit about our park, we're just 17 acres in size. However, we are surrounded by Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge on all sides. And the refuge protects over 30,000 acres of migratory bird habitat. So it's kind of kept this part of Dorchester County in a time capsule. The landscape you'll see when you travel to our park is very similar to the landscape that Harriet Tubman would have seen and would have experienced during her time here in Dorchester County. Harriet Tubman was born in early March of 1822 in the Peters Neck District here in Dorchester County, Maryland. And then she grew up enslaved on the Brotus Farm in Bucktown. And our park is right in between those two small towns. The reason why our park is so far out here in Dorchester County, instead of in a more conveniently located area, is because we wanted the park to be in an area that Tubman would have been familiar with. So these are the, the forests, the fields, the marshes, here on the Eastern Shore is where Tubman learned all the skills necessary to become the successful conductor on the Underground Railroad that we all know her as today.
0: What can visitors see and do at the park?
1: So the main feature of our park, like I said, we're only 17 acres, so we're relatively small. The main feature is the Visitor Center. And the Visitor Center is about 10,000 square feet in size. There's tons of hidden symbolism behind it, which you'll see when you come to visit. Most people start in the theater where they watch a 16 minute film that was actually filmed here in Dorchester County. And a couple of our staff members are in it as well, which is pretty fun. After the film, you go through the permanent exhibit hall and the exhibits are divided into sections. It starts uh, with the landscape of the Choptank River region. It then focuses on the importance of Tubman's home, her family, and her community, followed by Tubman at work, her faith and slavery on Maryland's Eastern shore. The next section focuses on the Underground Railroad and Tubman's self-liberation, her rescue missions, and then her time in the Civil War. And then the final section of the exhibit hall highlights Tubman's influences and her legacy. Now she lived to be 91 years old. So I like to tell people if we wanted to talk 91 years of Tubman, we would need a much larger space. So we focus primarily on Tubman's time here in Maryland.
0: I always thought that the Underground Railroad really focused on the Eastern coast of the United States uh, along the, the Atlantic Ocean. But I've learned that it really was even further west than that too.
1: Oh, absolutely. And the route that freedom seekers would take, it always varied. It depended on where they were coming from and where they wanted to go to. So here on the Eastern shore of Maryland, just to the north is Delaware and then Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania was a free state. So these folks would travel north to freedom. If you were somewhere like in Florida or Georgia, you might go south to the swamps and hide there, or you could even go south to Mexico for freedom.
0: Oh, that's interesting. What type of events do you have at the park?
1: So, we opened on March 10th, 2017. So, we've been open for almost five years now. We opened on Harriet Tubman Day. And upon opening, we realized we had a lot of younger visitors. So, park staff worked hard to put together a Junior Ranger activity booklet. And it's a booklet that you'll pick up at the front desk. The original booklet's designed for ages five and older. And the booklet tells you some stories about Harriet Tubman's formative years here in the Choptank River region, her emancipations on the Underground Railroad and her legacy. So as you learn about Tubman, you complete some of these activities in the booklet and it's all based on age. At the end, when you're done your activities, you go back to the front desk and you meet with a ranger and chat for a bit. You can be sworn in as a Junior Ranger, and then you earn a really cool Harriet Tubman patch. After that first booklet, we then had some repeat guests, so we created a second Junior Ranger booklet. And the second one's rated for ages seven and up, and this one is called our Sights and Sounds of Freedom. It takes you through the exhibit hall, just like the first one, and it allows you to build a personal connection to the art and music of the Underground Railroad and freedom seekers that traveled in search of liberation. So this one's a little bit more advanced and focuses, like I said, more on the art and music inside the exhibit hall. But same thing, once you're done your activities, you go meet with the ranger, chat for a bit, get sworn in and you earn another really cool uh, Harriet Tubman patch. And coming up, we are actually celebrating Harriet Tubman's bicentennial. So her 200th birthday. Since opening, we've welcomed over 300,000 visitors from all 50 states and over 60 countries, which is really exciting. On March 11th, 12th, and 13th, we're going to have a number of really fun activities and events going on throughout the celebratory weekend. Friday night at 7 p.m., we have a virtual premiere of a film called Rooted Wisdom, Nature's Role in the Underground Railroad. And this film it chronicles the experiences of freedom seekers journey through the wilderness. And it'll stream live March 11th at 7 p.m. at naturesroll.org. The virtual event is free, although registration is encouraged. And following the film, a panel discussion with historians and filmmakers will follow. On Saturday and Sunday, the day starts at 10 a.m. with an opening ceremony featuring a living history interpretation. So you can come meet Harriet Tubman. Uh, We will have artifacts that were discovered at the home site of Ben Ross. And Ben Ross is Harriet Tubman's father. So those artifacts are going to be on display for the first time to the public at the Visitor Center for the entire month of March. We also have a a guided walk that's going to be at the park, some musical performances, and a Harriet Tubman biographer will be here as well.
0: It always amazed me, and hearing you talk about how she grew up in that area makes it, I I understand it better, how she was able to hide people in swamps and all of the dangers that that posed, but it certainly was better than being enslaved, really have always been fascinated by her love of nature and her knowledge of how to maneuver through the swamps and the fields to be able to save so many people.
1: Yes, absolutely. And all of the skills that she learned here in Dorchester County helped her later on in life on her rescue missions on the Underground Railroad, leading people through the marshes and through the forests. And then later on in life, she joined the Union Army and fought in the Civil War, primarily down in South Carolina, where the marshes there are very similar to the marshes here in Maryland. So she was experienced and the right person to lead those armed raids.
0: And those marshes have alligators. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) She was a brave woman, fearless. And what I find really remarkable and really neat is she was only five feet tall. So she was a little woman. So I like to call her small, but mighty.
0: Absolutely.
1: So how long have you been a ranger? I started with the Maryland Park Service in 2015, working a few seasonal jobs. And I've been at Harriet Tubman since late 2019.
0: What's your favorite part of the job?
1: I really enjoy sharing Harriet Tubman's story. It is a story of inspiration and hope. No matter what your advantages are or or your disadvantages, you can accomplish great things just like Harriet did. I really enjoy also getting to meet people from all over the country and all over the world, especially our younger visitors. I like to inspire them and share Tubman's story with them. How did she die? After working on the Underground Railroad, serving in the Union Army, she was a suffragist as well. She lived her entire life helping others in need. She passed away at the age of 91 um, due to pneumonia. She's buried up in Auburn, New York.
0: And there's another park in New York to honor her too.
1: Yes, she opened up the Harriet Tubman Home for the Aged. That home, she was taking in elderly people, people who were formerly enslaved and had nowhere to go and was you know helping them as much as she could. That home was then passed down to a local church. And the National Park Service has recently partnered with them, and they're hoping to open up that building soon, I hope. And are there descendants of Harriet Tubman? There are descendants of Tubman. Um, A couple of them still do live here in uh, Maryland's eastern shore. Oh, how fascinating. And one of her descendants will actually be here for our uh, bicentennial celebration. Oh, how wonderful.
0: Will you share with us the information about the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad Byway and what visitors can expect?
1: The byway is a self-guided driving tour. It starts in Cambridge, Maryland, extends all the way up the eastern shore through Delaware and ends in Philadelphia. And we happen to be stop number 13 on the byway, although most people do start with us. And I really enjoy the byway because it takes you to different sites that are relevant to Tubman's story, the stories of other freedom seekers, other abolitionists, and stops along the Underground Railroad. So it really is the closest way we can get to walking in Tubman's footsteps. The byway has a free audio guide, so as you're driving to the different sites, I definitely recommend listening to the audio guide because most sites are not staffed like ours. So the audio guide really helps explain why that site is significant.
0: And where does it start? Where's stop one?
1: Stop number one is in downtown Cambridge at the Dorchester County Visitor Center.
0: How many miles is it?
1: It's 125 miles through Maryland's Eastern Shore. And then I believe another almost 100 miles through Delaware to Philadelphia. I did the entire byway, but I broke it up into three days. So I definitely recommend planning your trip before you go. Some sites may interest you more than others. And of course, you don't have to do the whole thing.
0: That would be a, a neat road trip, though, for kids to be able to. Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: Take them and like just have a, have a summer or spring break vacation and, and follow that underground railroad. That would be fun.
1: Yes, I have talked to some families where they've made a, a long weekend out of doing the byway. Or even if they want to do a couple of stops today and do a couple of stops another day. It's a really fun way to learn about the Underground Railroad and kind of, you know, explore the landscape of the Eastern Shore and see where Tubman grew up and how she traveled all this way, mostly by foot. Knowing the terrain, it's just absolutely amazing that she did that trip Mm -hmm. so many times. Yep. She came back to Maryland 13 times to rescue her family and friends. And we know she rescued about 70 people and then gave instructions to about 60 others.
0: How did word get out about what she was doing and she not be captured?
1: So, when she made it to Philadelphia, she met with William Still. And William Still had an office. Every formerly enslaved person who went through his office, he would document their story, their name where they came from, if they had any family members, their experiences in slavery. And by doing this, he was able to document the Underground Railroad and even was able to reunite some family members. Harriet Tubman's fame didn't come until her later years, more until after um, the Civil War. One of her friends, Sarah Bradford, was one of the first Harriet Tubman biographers and had written the book on Tubman in order to raise money for her so she continued her, her work helping others. And the lead historian for our park, Dr. Kate Clifford Larson, she wrote one of my favorite books about Harriet Tubman. It's called Bound for the Promised Land. And in that book, Dr. Kate Clifford Larson has tons and tons of historical facts and references and was really able to. Tubman's story together. How did
0: Harriet Tubman let enslaved people know what she was doing? How did she herself escape being captured?
1: So she would usually travel at nighttime to avoid being seen and she used the North Star in order to know which direction she was heading in. And she only came back for family and friends, people who she could trust. It was a very dangerous mission to come back to Maryland, a slaveholding state, as someone who was formerly enslaved, so she had to be sure she was only working with people she knew and she heavily trusted. Sometimes she would sing coded songs at different tempos or change the lyrics here and there to communicate to people that she was leaving or if she was on the Underground Railroad with them, and she had to go further ahead a little bit in front of them to make sure it was safe. She would sing a song to let them know it was safe to come to her. But most of her missions were at nighttime. So avoid being seen. Wow,
0: it's fascinating.
1: Anything else you want to share with us? Currently, we are open Tuesday through Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And we are free. There is no admission, but we do accept donations. I definitely invite you to come visit us, especially this year as we're celebrating Harriet Tubman's Bicentennial. We'll have events and programs going on throughout the year. And you can check our website for those before you come visit. And how do people find your website? It is dnr.maryland.gov forward slash public lands. Our Facebook and Twitter pages are Maryland State Park.
0: Well, I plan to be there. I plan to bring at least one or two of my grandchildren with me and, and visit the park. Awesome. I will look you up and say hello.
1: I will be here.
0: Well, thanks Ranger Sierra. We appreciate your time and I look forward to
1: meeting you. Yeah, thank you for having me today. I look forward to meeting you as well.
0: Before I introduce our next guest, I have a brief announcement. The April 7th podcast will feature Gene Rice. He and his daughter wrote the book, Grad to Grown Up, 68 Tips to Excel in Your Personal and Professional Life. Gene has agreed to donate a copy of his book to one of the Adventures with Grammy newsletter subscribers, and he's also going to donate a t-shirt to the 10th person to download a sample chapter of his book after the podcast uploads. I have a preview copy of the book and will attest to this being a perfect gift for someone entering the business world, whether that person is a high school graduate, a college graduate, or someone looking to advance in a career. The book is available for pre-order on Amazon. Our next guest is Sarah Jackson the mom behind the Instagram account for DMV Kids. She and her two children, often accompanied by her husband, tour sites throughout Maryland, DC, and Virginia and visit kid-friendly adventures. Her family recently visited the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad State Park. Welcome, Sarah. Tell us about your visit to the park. What kind of impact did it have on you? It, It was very amazing
2: to say the least. I remember this one mural very vividly and it was painted by Jacob Lawrence who is also a pretty famous artist as well as children's book author. He actually did several pieces on Harriet Tubman as well as wrote um, a children's book on her. Just his work And all of the other works that just captivated her life, going from birth all the way through, you kind of walk through and just really learn about her struggles, the different time period that they were in. And you build a connection and you kind of feel as though you envision what life would be like in her shoes. And so I think the Rangers and everybody who put it together did a phenomenal job of being very thoughtful in how they piece things. Things together and also bringing different parts of her life together. So I'm very thankful to everybody who worked on that project and, and opened the visitor center and they've actually preserved it as though how it was when she lived back then. Awesome job, phenomenal job in, in how
0: they captured her life. When I talked with Ranger Sierra, she said the land and the waterways are very much the way they were when she was alive and you get the feeling of the conditions that she would have to walk across in transporting people and helping them escape to freedom so it's still the the swamps and the water and it's just amazing to me. One quote by Harriet Tubman that I did want to throw
2: in here is, I never ran my train off the track and I never lost a passenger. I think it's very important to highlight just how many people she helped throughout her life. I believe it's between 70 to 100 people that she personally helped. Hundreds, I'm sure, more that followed in that footstep. She's such an inspiration even in my life today. Her strength and courage, just after viewing all of the the visitor center it just was really impactful and and meaningful and just the things that i do and try to carry out promoting and showcasing different activities and events going on around the dmv area so i think we all have much to learn from the life and legacy of harriet tubman
0: one of the events i should say the bicentennial events that are honoring her Most of them, you have to be in the state of Maryland in the United States in order to be able to get the feeling and to participate. But there are two events in particular that are online that people can can participate in. One of them is going to take place on March the 11th. It is a film premiere. It's called Rooted in Wisdom nature's role in the underground railroad. And that's going to talk about what you and I just talked about, how the topography helped hide people who were trying to escape. I wanted to make sure that people know that on March the 11th from seven to 9 PM, they can watch Mm -hmm. this movie online. And I have the link to it in the show notes. It's free. There's a dinner and show That's called Harriet Tubman Defender, and that's March 12th from 6 to 9 p.m. It's a one-woman play written and produced by Percy Thompson. People can watch it in person in Cambridge, Maryland, or they can do an online pay-per-view option, and that's $25. And again, I have those, that link in the show notes as well. There's just so much out there commemorating her life. And it's just wonderful that you and your family were able to go to the park and participate. What were your children's reactions? So
2: my daughter is actually seven. Her name is Liv and my son recently turned three. His name is Jack. Liv actually had questions like what's going on here. Like, give me some details. Whereas... My son was very into the whole Junior Ranger program, like he got a little hat and everything. Um, So that was really cool for him. But, you know, for my daughter, it was just very eye opening for her just to see the imagery, not even online. Some of it is a little bit of of a tearjerker. Just walking her through that and explaining these are the situations that people were put in back then, giving her a little bit of backstory about just how things came to be and also the resilience of Black people then and today. And I really think that sort of like resonated with her, just the, the struggles that she sees on, on the news and, and just in, in contemporary times that you're not really thinking like, oh, shoot, you know, the the all of these things have sort of linkage to the past. And so, you know, I was just so thankful, um, you know, to have had the experience and to to show her how people are commemorated and through their struggles, how we can learn what not to do in society and, you know, just learn and grow from that. Like I said, shout out to those rangers and and everybody that put together um, the visitor center. It's, it's a phenomenal dedication.
0: So tell me about the junior ranger program your son participated in. What were some of the activities that he did?
2: We were greeted by a ranger when we got there. So she kind of gave us the lay of the land, showed us where the gift shop was. And the gift shop is fabulous. We were able to go in. My daughter was actually able to get her uh, junior ranger stamp because she has like the whole collection, the book and everything. They actually had hats and I hadn't seen these like junior ranger hat so that was pretty cute um and so he got to wear his little hat and just feel like he was a part of it (laughs) a part of something so that was really fun the gift shop is very price friendly price affordable they had a lot of nice trinkets um I know my daughter was able to get grade level reading books um all about the life of Harriet Tubman overall very nice experience and I did want to also highlight one other thing. So we actually took a tour of the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. They had a temporary art exhibit right in within the visitor center. And apparently in two, 2019, some of the uh, applied design majors had sort of an assignment to visualize a part of Harriet Tubman's life and I was just taken aback by how fascinating these works of art were and I actually had the opportunity to talk to a couple of the artists very happy to to share their artwork with everybody and and talk about those pieces but they're they're very nice and so I just wanted to highlight that and I do have a couple of those um,
0: on my Instagram page tell people where they can find your Instagram page
2: you can find my page the number four DMV kids so that's at for DMV kids, Um, and it's basically a platform that showcases events, activities, and things to do around the DMV area. Places like the Visitor Center, which is in Dorchester County, some people wouldn't consider that DMV area, but I like to go all over D.C., Maryland, Virginia. I've gone as far as Richmond, so just lots of um, different family activities to do. And, and showcase. And I'm all about promoting accessibility. Like, I want to be as inclusive as possible and give families the opportunity to, to travel and to get out, you know, even if it's down the street, like what can you explore and magic thinking cap <laughs> of things, you know, just to do um, and, and enjoy your, your time with your kids. So that's what I'm all about.
0: Well, as a grandparent, <laughs> I have loved following your account because I've seen places that are like, oh, I should take my grandkids there. So thank you. I really appreciate it.
2: That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for the feedback. I love, love to hear it.
0: Well, I am so glad that your family enjoyed this. I am looking forward to taking my grandkids to yes. some of these upcoming events. They're at the age where they're old enough to understand about slavery and why it was wrong and studying right. different personalities in school. And I right. want to show them and, and have them feel that immersive experience as well. This
2: is a fantastic place to even begin. I know the uh, parks and Recs, they recommend about 45 to 50 minutes within the visitor center alone. So I would say plan a half day, even a whole day to half the time and at the visitor center half the time throughout the byways and just immerse yourself in, in the history, the culture, the life and legacy of Harriet Tubman.
0: I hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the Adventures with Grammy podcast. You will find the links to our guests and the topics we discussed in this episode's show notes. If you would like to be a guest or if you know someone who would be an awesome guest, please connect with me at carolyn at adventureswithgrammy.com.